0: I do not own the rights to this song. It's the Bridgeport's own podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Ortega. Got lots of things to talk about. What about these signs on the street? How about what's going on with COVID? And what did the CEO of Goya said a while ago? Talk about that and a few things more, but right now, here's the one and only Mr. Billy Dobbin. You can listen to my podcast on Spotify and Google and any other podcast formats. And you can even download the episode, so go right ahead and do that. Got lots to talk about, as I said earlier, but there comes a time when you got to take a step back and just think. That's all. Just think. Just think about what's going on lately. Just think about where we're at. And just think about things that are happening and occurring in our city as we speak. You are seeing in our cities. This past week, one of the city council members uh, put up an amendment or legislation for the city not to consider giving signs uh, to people who have passed on. Marcus Brown Harrigan made that proposal i find it pretty amazing to have your own sign made and built for you and put on the street that or as i should say where they live it only costs uh between maybe 175 and 200 that's pretty cheap just to put a sign up there to put a sign for anybody who has passed on who's had a impact in the community now, let's be fair. A lot of people have made an impact on the community. Signs are put up there for the one simple reason is that they passed on. You know, it's amazing. They're, people have passed on, get a street sign named after them, which is fine. It's fine if you're going to put a street sign named after somebody on a very famous street in Bridgeport. Say, for instance, Stratford Avenue. They got so many of them. Why not? He wants to propose that you got to make it a little harder. Paraphrasing, to have that happen. I get it. You don't want people to have street signs named after them. That's only logical. You know, why should you have a sign named after a person who has passed away? There's so many of them. So he wants to make it harder for people to say, okay, well, I want this sign put on this street, and I want to name it after somebody who passed away. could be anybody. could be anybody. Anybody. So he wants to curtail that. I get that. But is that going to stop it? I know a lot of people that passed away and that have made an impact in the city. They don't have a street sign named after them. They don't. If you're going to name a street after somebody, really, a street named after somebody, here's what you should do. You should take the original street name down and put the person's name on it. What street sign's gonna be? Could be whoever. You know the street's old. It's name of the street. You know it already. So why don't you just do that instead of naming it after they die? Just take the damn street sign down and name it after them. Two hundred bucks, seven hundred seventy-five, whatever the price is, just to have a silly name on a sign, on the street. Why? I mean, if you had a relative who lived in the city for the longest of longest of times and nobody knew them as Joe Schmo and they got killed, anyway, uh, anyway they got killed, you're going to put a street sign on top of the other signs you have on there? Really? The thing is, and I get it, the, the people that passed away Why put their name on there? Why put a name on there? It really doesn't make sense. Makes sense to them because that's their family. That's their relatives. Victoria Soto has a Victoria Soto Way in Stratford. Right where the um, Stratford High School entrance is. That's fine. You know, I I have no problem with that. It's Stratford. But every time, uh, not every time. It doesn't happen all the time. Let's just get this straight. It's only when somebody tragically dies. Tragically dies. They have a street named after them. They put on top of another street that's named after them. And then their sign goes on top of it. Really? How about naming the street after them? Just take the darn signs down and name it after That's all. It saves you a lot of paperwork. It saves you a lot of grief. It saves you a lot of angst. Just take it down. It's going to bother people anyway if you just keep it on there. Why name it after them? That's the thing. Why? So it's going to come down to why. They're going to say, oh, they made an impact on the community. Okay, I'm making an impact on the community now. You find out where I live, take down the sign of where... I live now where I used to live and put my name on there. Carlos or take away. Go ahead. Do it. it makes no logical sense. I haven't made a big impact on this city all my life. Go ahead. Take a sign down. Take a street name down. Put my name. Put it on the street and see how the reaction is going to be. Do it. It ain't going to happen because it's bullshit. I don't want a street named after me because I passed away. Who wasn't the street named after me after I passed away? Where were you when I'm in dire need? When I need help, you're name a damn street after me? Please, don't insult me. Go out there and uh, help me with my bills, for crying out loud. Get a loan in your name, the Bank of America, and pay off all my debts. How about that? Make an impact in my life. Don't make an impact on anybody else's life by... Name a street after him. Come on. Want to name a street after somebody? Name a street after somebody in Bridgeport that actually made an impact. How about that? How about that? Find a person in the whole city of Bridgeport, past and present, and name a street after him. Why not? You're naming streets after people who have uh, pretty much done, have pretty much passed away tragically, and that's fine. I've always said that's fine. They passed away. You want to name a street after them? Fine. But how about people that made impact in Bridgeport? How about that? They could be politicians. They could be people who made an impact business-wise. Name after them. I think people would appreciate that more when you give a sign who looks like a person that passed away. That's not going to help. It's not going to build any equity up with people who are seeing this and saying, Really? You know, look at the news. Oh, my God. They named the street after him. She's looking upon this and saying, oh. He's looking upon this and saying, oh. Come on. Come on. There are plenty of people in the city, living and passed on, that you can name a street after. It's a fact. I'm not making this up. There are plenty of people out there who have made an impact on the city that you can name a street after. You can. You don't you have to look up in your history books. I can name you one person, one, that has made an impact on the city. Charlie Bentley, former head coach at Harding High School. Name a street after him. He's still living? He'll be here for the for the ceremony. Why not? Name it after him. Unless there's a street named After him that I don't know about. But please, instead of and I truly agree with this, don't get a sign for a person who has a name or let me put it this way don't get all this money up to name a person get a sign to name a person after any street in Bridgeport it's not going to cut it now I'm just making sure that, that Charlie Bentley way I don't see Charlie Bentley way I don't I don't see it I just don't see it. So, so if you have money to spend on a street, it could be where the new Harding High School is. You name that street. Take the old street down, and call it Charlie Bentley Way. I named you one. He's living, alive and well. Name it after him. I get people who will agree with it, people who might. Marcus Brown Harrigan thinks that naming streets is getting out of hand, and he's going to make it a little, a little tougher. So I agree with it. Make it a little tougher. But also, if you're going to name a street after somebody, name it after somebody who has made an impact and is alive and and well, and still around, and you could say, hey, we named this street after you. More after this. Know there are a lot of things I like to point out as the governor rolls back his COVID restrictions beginning March 19th. I have a few things to say about it because now a lot of people are a little weary, there's a lot of mixed feelings towards it. So here's where I stand on it, and it's gonna be I'm not gonna say controversial, but going to be uh, right where I think people feel about it. So I just hope one thing happens when all the restrictions come into play. I just hope, hope that you do the right things. Like I said last week on my previous podcast, I hope. I understand the arena is allowing a thousand fans for their hockey games. That's a good thing. All arenas are going to allow some sort of uh, fanfare, crowds. Uh, The new Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater, which should be at Seaside Park, is going to open up soon to graduations and so forth. Maybe some acts will come in. Who knows? But I always say this. As good of a job as we have done with this pandemic, we still need to be vigilant. Can't just be nilly-willy, like Texas and Mississippi. Ah, no mask mandate. (laughs) No mask. We don't have to wear a mask. There's no such thing as a mask. What is a mask? Pandemic? It didn't happen. Not here in Texas. You have to be vigilant. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, the simplest of things, like wearing a mask, getting your vaccinations. I'm not saying the governor's confident that things are bouncing back, but last year we were in the midst of a pandemic. NCAA decided to cancel the men's and women's tournaments. NBA and NHL paused. Major League Baseball postponed their opening day till July. Had a 60-game schedule with no fans. I mean, you don't want to revert to that. We had uh, virtual concerts. Can't even go to a movie theater. Movie theaters will be 50% capacity. And there are great movies being released right now. Saw Coming to America. They never should have done Coming to America. It sucked. I And people are going to come to me, Carlos, what are you talking about? Coming to America was good. No, it wasn't. Be honest with yourself. Do you think coming to America was good? No. Back to COVID. We have to be vigilant. Dot all your I's, cross all your T's, and get vaccinated. Also, get tested. That has to take place. And more importantly, wear a mask. That has to be the top priority. Wear a mask. Because somehow everybody's got the the assertion that you have to wear a mask. Texas and Mississippi, oh, they're not gonna wear a mask. They're gonna do it at their own peril. And once their COVID spread spikes, guess what? People coming from Texas and Mississippi cannot come in Connecticut. That's how it works. Uh, Where are you from? Texas. Uh, You can't come in here. Mississippi? Nah. Go back. Quarantine yourself. All that happened last year. Don't forget that. A lot of things. I said last week, a lot of things were not relevant. You want that to happen again? I hope not. Because... This is going to be a tough and very hard test for us as human beings. Getting the vaccine is number one. Got to get it. So far, a lot of people have got the vaccine. They've had the normal side effects. There's no I am legend situation here where everybody's turning into zombies. I know people are very, very much not willing to take the vaccine. I understand that. And say to yourself is, what needs to be done in the situation that we're in? Do I get the vaccine? Do I wait? Vaccines are not a sure thing. But so far, I see the current president and vice president feeling fine after the vaccine. They even got their second vaccine shot. So what's the deal? When the first and second in command of our country is getting the vaccine, that should tell you something. Plus, they passed a COVID bill. $1.9 trillion. Going to get $1,400. Some of you, not all of you, going to get 1400 bucks. So, what does that say? Things are being done. It's going to be more testing, more vaccines, all of that, all of that. Money going to the states is going to go down to the local municipalities. All of that. All of that is needed for people. And I'm I'm talking about everybody. All people to survive. Because last year, it didn't work out that way. It just didn't. Because we had an incompetent no-account running this country. So, look at it this way. If you really feel that getting the vaccine is not your thing, okay, fine. That's the way it's going to be. You're not going to get the vaccine. Nobody's forcing you to get the vaccine, but vaccines are out there. Vaccines are available. Vaccines is the way to go. Can't say it's not the way to go now. It needs to be we need the vaccines, and I said this last week had a heart attack in the midst of all this, not only once but twice. How I survived, I have no idea, but I survived it, thanks to very competent people at Hartford Healthcare St Vincent's. I give them all kudos. I survived it lo and behold, I was in the midst of all that, getting my temperature checked and so forth I don't I'm never going to forget that day. Never. Ready home from work to the hospital, going to the emergency room, walking in there with chest pains. They checked my temperature and I couldn't say, Are you kidding me? I had massive chest pains. They gave me my temperature and it was good. I went in and I got done what I had to get done. But it should also tell you one thing that this needs to be done. We need all people need to get the vaccine. Restaurants will be opening at a hundred percent. That's something I'm worried about because you know like I said, you can do whatever you want. You can have people not come in with masks or people come in with mask. I prefer that you come in with a mask. But also I prefer people to come in and have the sanctity to know that things are going to be safe and things are going to be fine. Restaurants are opening. Bars, on the other hand, not opening. If you're a bar, you're restaurants, you serve food, great. You can do whatever you want. I've seen some people who go to bars and they're not wearing masks. Are you kidding me? No social distancing. Are you nuts? Are you really nuts? No mask, no social distancing. People sitting next to each other. No ma, hey. Ay ay I have to say it again. Got to do the right thing here. Come on, let's go. Wear the mask. It's not funny. We are still in a pandemic. No matter what the governor says, no matter if he lifts the rules, it's pandemic. It's still here. Do the right thing. Wear a godforsaken mask, please. Just because restaurants are open, bars won't. Wear a mask. That's all. Simplest thing to do is wear a mask. It obviously works. If you haven't seen it work, well, there's a lot of video replay that says that it does And a lot of video replay that said people who don't wear it, it does also because they get infected. So please wear a mask. Wear a mask. I'm not going to harp on it anymore. Just do it. More after this.
1: same stage as, in my opinion, the real, the legitimate, and the still actual President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. We're going to be on the same stage as, in my opinion, the real, the legitimate, and the still actual... President of the United
0: States, Donald J. Trump. I wanted you to hear that because, twice, because that is the CEO of Goya. Goya Foods, yes, a man who endorsed Trump and still thinks the man is still the President of the United States. And as D.L. Hughley said, and I'm quoting him, has he been snorting that adobo? Now, his endorsement aside, him thinking that he's still the President of the United States, here's some questions for him. Number one, did you see the election? Did you see the election where after the election on a Saturday, all the networks declared Biden the winner? Did you see that? I don't think he did. Did you see that President Trump went to all these courts to try to get the election overturned? Lost every one of them. Won one. But the majority of the time, he lost. Did you go and see the insurrection on January the 6th? Did you? Now, let me tell you this. My family is going to still buy your product. They really will. They love some Goya. But not after they see this and say, oh my goodness. What is this guy thinking about? Does this guy really think that Trump is still the president? Really? And he still thinks that and he didn't look at the election. He didn't look at the uh, results of the trials and tribulations and the court hearings that he went through. He didn't see that. He didn't see the insurrection. And another thing. You didn't see that the Senate certified the vote after many people had a problem with it. And some senators, after the insurrection happened, pulled their names out protesting the vote. Of Biden being president. He didn't see that. No. He didn't see that at all. He didn't see a darn thing. Because he was blinded by the fact. That Trump lost. He still thinks he won. But after what happened. Previously. Previously. Let's just put it that way. It has been three months since the election. And still, they still think he won. The election was stolen from him. Big conspiracy. He stole that election. Biden did. He stole it. He's not the president. No, he stole the election. Stole it. He's a thief. I'll say it again people are going to buy your products they really are especially my mom 82 years old will still continue to buy goya products but you have to take serious inventory of the facts facts are this donald trump lost post election donald trump lost in the courts. Donald Trump lost in the Congress. He did not even go to the inauguration because he knows that he lost. And now, even to this day, you're telling everybody that he won.
1: And it's still actual... President of the United States, Donald J.
0: Trump. You really believe that? You really believe that he won?
1: All right, let me ask you another
0: question. Mr. CEO, and I'm not going to mention your name because everybody knows that you're the CEO. How did he do with COVID? Just a thought. Really, how did he do with COVID? How? How?
1: We're going to be on the same stage as, in my opinion, the real, the legitimate, And the still actual president of the United States, Donald J.
0: Trump. Really? He's not the president. Sorry to disappoint you, he's not. He lost. And at that same time where you guys are all saying he won or lost, Trump International in Atlantic City was torn down. The same way Trump Taj Mahal during the election was foreclosed on. 2016, by the way. So please, he's not the president. He's not even the president of the United States anymore. He's not. Joe Biden's the sitting president. Kamala Harris is the vice president. Mike Pence, our former vice president, hasn't said a peep. But you all are saying stuff for him. Oh, he's the president of the United States of America. Fuck you. He's not. But like I said, he'll still be your president. Another thing. Mr. CEO of Goya, people will still buy your products. That's the one thing. They'll still buy your products. They'll still buy Goya products. They still will. Why not? They don't hold that against you. You'll still be deep in cash. But boy, for you to think that Trump is still the President of the United States. Still, the President of the United States. I gotta tell you, I give you credit to stand on that stage to get all those cheers just because one man lost an election. That has to take a lot of courage and a lot of angst to do. But you know something? I could see where you say that. That he's the President. But there's a harsh reality. Now, all you have to learn in this time of age where we all can't go back to the time machine, there's no Ferrari to take you back to the future. There's no time machine to take you back. There's no time bubble where you can go in and say, Hey, take me back. Take me back. Or what have you. There's none of that. There's just one thing that you all have to remember. When you remember this day, that comment made by a pathetic human being, there's only one thing that we should do. Keep buying his product. We can't stop buying his products because we all need to eat. We all need to survive. We all need to man up. Keep our lives moving in the right direction. Keep buying their product. Go ahead. Go ahead. But one day, he keeps saying this shit. People are going to stop buying it. And that's when people... I'm going to say, who do you think is still president now? Wednesday at 6 o'clock I always try to entertain you with this podcast and I will see you next time this is the Bridgeport's own podcast with your host Steve Carlos Ortega catch you later (laughs) you <laughs>